So just really quick, I was going to do a just brief overview of Breakaway Youth Ranch and who we are and how you guys can be connected to it if you would like. And then Amanda's going to take over and share her story of how she specifically ended up in the ministry of Breakaway Youth Ranch. And then I'll tell you how I ended up there and just the different journeys that the Lord has taken us both on to get there. Um, So just really quick, Breakaway Youth Ranch is a ranch for youth out by Cardwell, Montana. And we work with hurting kids. We, I, when I first started working there, I was saying troubled kids, but we also get a lot of kids that are living normal lives who outwardly don't look like they're troubled, but they are hurting. And uh, so kids come from all over the place, from Christian families where they are doing fairly well, or families that are really messed up for various things, divorce, um, abuse, I don't know. Different, different things. So they come from all over the place to Breakaway Youth Ranch, and we work with them in an hour and a half session, and they just come for a session, and then they leave. We don't have any residential stuff yet, maybe in like 10 years, I don't know, something like that, but <laughs> right now they just come in. We work with one kid, one horse, one mentor, and we work for an hour and a half. So that could be anything from the kid might just be like, I want to brush the horse, and that's all. Or actually, I just want to look at the horse because I'm so terrified of them. And I'd like to watch it run around in the pasture to kids that are like, I want to ride a different horse every time. And I want to run barrels as soon as I can. And they're like, don't even know how to steer a horse yet. But um, So just different things like that. And that's what we, we do out at Breakaway Youth Ranch. And if you have questions later, I'm planning on sticking around until or like through lunch. I know most of you guys are going to be talking to Jeff. Um, but <laughs> but if anybody else would, before lunch, or I have to leave about 1230, um, and Amanda, I think you're going to be able to stay that whole time too, right? Yeah, okay. Um, so we'll be around for questions and stuff, but I also want to let you guys know that we have set up with Montana Bible College internship opportunities for the general ministry program. I think we're still set up for the outdoor discipleship. That's kind of, the program has changed, but I think we're still good. Dan doesn't like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, and then for the biblical counseling ministry, um, just because a lot of what we do working with the horses and the kids is counseling, and so that one works really well. So with no further ado, I'm going to hand you over to Amanda, and she will tell you how she got to Breakaway Youth Ranch. Well, I, uh, I'm gonna, I said last time, forgive me if I just start crying, so I'm feeling it this morning. So um, I am feeling overwhelmed just by... Um, <laughs> The excitement um, and where the Lord has brought our ministry. So, sorry. Okay. Um, and just to see these girls that have helped us. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll give my notes to Jenny <laughs> and she can talk for me. Um, it's just really fun to see them here. Um, and what a blessing it has been um, to have them um, be a part of the youth ranch. So, sorry. Forgive my quivering lip. <laughs> But um, I wanted to share just some verses that were so encouraging to me as we started the youth, um, the youth ranch. It was um, a very um, bold, um, I guess, I didn't seem bold at the time, but um, to start this, this youth ranch, it seemed like just a small thing. We could have kids out um, <laughs> with, um, and ride, their, ride our horses um, that they could, um, we could minister and love on them as they learn to ride horses and share um, Christ with them. And so then, you know, surely, or we figured out that we couldn't have it at our house and we needed a bigger place and we needed board of directors and just um, lots that went into becoming a nonprofit. And um, 
I was still very excited. I didn't even know what all I needed to do, but the Lord gave us each step at a time, which I'm so thankful for. Um, in Deuteronomy, I started reading Deuteronomy when we um, began this whole adventure, and um, I was so comforted. Um, I just wanted it to be here. I wanted 50 kids out on Monday, and um, I was just ready to get going. But um, in Deuteronomy 7, um, Moses is promising the people that God will um, destroy their enemies, but not all at once. Um, it says, you will not be allowed to eliminate them all at once, or the wild animals will multiply around you. Um, and I really felt the Lord just saying, you know, I will give you what you need when you need it. And um, I knew that at that time I knew I couldn't handle this entire organization if he gave it all to us at once. Um, so it's been quite a process to grow um, and we did. Our, that was our prayers, that we'd have a really strong foundation and that it would be solid. Um, and that was, that was one of our main prayers. Um, so I've had to learn to trust and be patient. And um, I'm learning to be thankful for each step. Um, I also thought I'd wake up and have all the horse knowledge I ever needed. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, but I'm learning more and more as we go. And that's um, what a blessing Jenny has been. Um, she has just filled every um, void and every part of our ministry. And I'm just so thankful for her and, and, and willing to be a part of this ministry. And, and also Ryan and Andrea and Nolan and, Ryan, uh, Nolan and my husband, um, we're the board. Uh, um, the five of us are the board. And, and what a blessing that has been also. Um, I was going to read Deuteronomy 10, 12, and 13. Um, this is just a great verse for me because it just encompasses what um, I want to do with my life and, and with this ministry as well. And um, I've had my Bible for a while, and somewhere along the way, someone encouraged me to write my name uh, over the top of Israel. So I'll read it with my name in it. Um, and now, Amanda, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. And I thought, what, a, what an amazing promise. Um, even if he didn't have for your own good, what a blessing that would be to serve the Lord in that way. But it seems like that the end is just an even, even more of a blessing. Um, it's for our own good as well. And we receive blessings from that as God is glorified. Um, that's what we want this youth ranch to be. Um, you know, it's been, it's been difficult to, we've, Myself, um, I've had to learn a lot of patience, and um, um, there's so many kids that come out that have never been to church or have been to a church or have wrong, in my opinion, wrong beliefs about the Bible. And so it's it's been really good for me to dive in and make sure I know what I believe and where my foundation is, and, and then I'm better able to minister to them, so... In that way, they have taught me so much as well, just to, to know what I believe and be able to um, back it up with Scripture. Um, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Um, I've read that verse several several times, and it's easy just to say, Oh, we commit the youth ranch to you. Um, but personally, I have to do that every day. I have to say, Okay, Lord, this is... this." place honors you 
and how will I be best serving here today? Um, and maybe that's scoop and manure <laughs> and let someone else do the ministering. Or, or maybe it's just um, putting an arm around a kid that needs it. And um, there's so many ways that we can show love to people. Um, let's see. I also wanted to share Ecclesiastes 3.11. Um, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. And I just think what a blessing to be out um, in God's beautiful creation. Um, He's given us some land um, that is just beautiful, and we're able to add add trees and um, just there's birds now and we didn't used to have birds (laughs) and just so many fun things that he has blessed blessed this place with and we are so excited to be there and and what an honor it is to be there um every week and to share that with kids too it's amazing even in our rural three forks and cardwell area how many kids have never touched a horse or um so many live in their houses with video games now and you know, on their iPods, and and it's just a blessing to have them out there, and they experience things for the for the first time often. Um, I will um, share a couple more verses. Just these are things I've been working on personally. Um, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says, "Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe." Um, that's something I. I feel like I try to please people too much. Um, that's maybe not a bad thing at times, but um, sometimes I do it over the truth. Um, I'd rather... So that's something, excuse me, I've, I've really been working on in my own heart is to be able to tell, tell um, truth when it is needed. Um, let's see. Um, so instead of... Um, I need to fear God who can turn all the harmful things um, into good for those who trust him. Um, I will end with this last quote. Um, Hymnist Edwin Hatch said, Breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life anew that I may love what thou dost love and do what thou wouldst do. And that's our prayer, is that we will just um, live every day for the Lord. And however he um, guides in that way. And that we can love the kids and love the families and um, learn from them and grow in him as well. So I'll let Jenny share and thank you for your time. So I think from just listening to Amanda for a couple minutes, you guys can see what an incredibly gentle, kind person she is. And it has been my joy to work with her because um, I'm not always a gentle and kind person. (laughs) And so she balances me out and hopefully vice versa as well. But it has been my joy to work with her because she's amazing. Because the Lord is in her and she loves him very much. And so with that, when am I supposed to be done? At 11.50? Five and a half? Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, so um, I just, when I was thinking about what I wanted to say today, specifically they were asking us to just share about how the Lord 
took us into ministry because you guys are college students. You're in ministry here. You're hoping to be in ministry. You want your lives to be ministry, I would assume, um, or at least those thoughts have crossed your mind at some point. Um, so I was just thinking about that, and I was like, you know, I'm not an incredibly good cook, mostly because I just don't take the time to do it. So I appreciate recipes that are really simple. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to boil this down to a really simple recipe of what the Lord has done. Um, so to start with that, I guess the biggest, the biggest thing I need to start with is that when I was in my young years of college, there were some missionaries that came to my church and challenged my college group. Uh, basically, they were like, why are you sitting around? What do you think is going to happen? Like, stop being a lump, start walking. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I was sitting around and I was waiting for the Lord to be like, boom, here's your awesome ministry, go do it. And uh, that's not really how he tends to work, I have found. But they were using Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, so if you guys want to turn along, you can. Otherwise, I'll just read it to you in the King James, New King James. But it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And their big point with that verse was that paths are meant to be walked on. It does no good to have a path laid out in front of you if you're not walking. And he can't direct your paths and change the direction if you're not walking down them. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I cataloged my skills at that point, which were about two. Um, I, I liked working with kids. I don't even know if I can say that I was skilled in it, but I liked it. And then I really enjoyed working with horses and had a little bit of skill in that. And um, so I took those two things and was like, I don't know what you could do with that for a career or uh, I don't know. So I was like, I'll just check it out. Maybe I could work at a camp for the rest of my life. And so to do that, though, I needed to improve my horseback riding skills. So I went to a school and there have been a whole bunch of things that have gone since then. But that was kind of what started it. it was like, okay, improve your horseback riding skills. And I'm getting ahead of myself now, so I have to back up. But that's where it started. You got to move. You got to do something. And so uh, to boil it down into my recipe, I was like, I really think the Lord has two parts to us following him into ministry. And the first one is an inward journey towards the Lord. And I think that is best summed up, and I have seen it so clearly in my life, in Hebrews 11.6. And there went my lucky um, four-leaf clover. So now we're done for. <laughs> so Hebrews 11.6 says, but without faith, sorry, let me start that over. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So step one, or ingredient number one, however you want to think of it, is believing that God is. And um, that was taught to me in my childhood, at church and at home, that he was. But it wasn't until I went to a little school called Montana Wilderness School of the Bible, and I know a lot of you have heard of that school or have gone there. Um, it wasn't until then that it was really, I was convinced of that truth through and through to the core of my being, that God is. And at that point in time, I was not incredibly happy with that knowledge. But he is, and we have to um, learn to deal with him. The God of the Bible is real. And so I came home from that and knew that he was, and that I needed to 
relate to him somehow. So step two was believing that God himself is a good reward. So the verse says that God is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So for almost two years, I knew that he is, and I didn't believe that he was necessarily good. So some of you can probably imagine the misery that that creates. Some of you have probably been in that misery um, of just being like, he's there, not even sure I like him, not sure I want to be around him, but he's there. And so a couple of years after that, um, I, I finally came to believe this truth, that he is that pearl of great price, that treasure that is worth selling everything for and going all out for. No, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, and, and that is what he is. He is goodness. He is everything good. And um, so step three then is going back to the beginning of that verse and realizing that you can't please that good God on your own. You can't just be righteous on your own and be like him. You have to repent and have a relationship with him and get to know him. Um, so that, that's step three from that verse. And that has to do just with the internal part of where where you need to be to be in ministry that will be pleasing to the Lord. Because there's a lot of reasons to be in ministry. Um, Family, your own pride. uh, I don't know. I had a whole list of them in my head earlier and I didn't write them down. So, um, yeah, just wanting to be right. Um, So then, moving on to the external. I'll get that later. Um, part of the journey, just how God directs the actual paths of your lives. Um, step one is in all your ways, acknowledge him. And so that, has, that goes right back to what we were just talking about, the, the personal relationship with the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge him, walk with him, keep your relationship first and foremost. Mark twelve thirty through 31. And all of these were verses that the Lord like hammered home at me at different parts of my journey. Um, Mark 12, 30 and 31 says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So keeping him first and letting your ministry grow out of that. That was a huge thing that I had to learn. Um, Step two was move again. Like, you got to be walking down that path. And I already hit on that one. But um, with that, I went through a time where I was like, man, there's one path. And what if I miss it? And I was like really scared that I was going to screw things up and go the wrong way. And I was talking to Ryan Ward one day as I was traveling with Servant Song, trying to decide if I should go home for the summer and work at a ranch or do something out here. And I wasn't even sure what. And Um, he just was like, Jenny, I think God gave us a brain on purpose. (laughs) And and it was just basically like, if it isn't contradictory to God's will, and it has the possibility of pleasing to him, there's a lot of freedom in that. And he will open doors, and he will shut doors, and he will direct you as long as you are seeking him. And so I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I called the ranch back home, and they already had everybody for the summer. So that was pretty clear. So I stayed out here. But you can pursue things, and the Lord really will direct. It's not going to be like, oh, no, I chose the wrong thing. Um, Step three 
once you are walking is to persevere with patient rest in the Lord. And Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And this one is something that I am working on grasping because really I have just started being in full-time ministry, even though I believe that our lives should be ministry to others. Um, but this this is something that's like, oh man, there are a lot of days where I'm like, this isn't very restful, Lord, <laughs> at all. <laughs> in fact, I'm exhausted. And I I know other people who are in ministry that that's the same case. And so I'm like, okay, there's rest. There's like spiritual interest, and then there's other kinds of rest. And I don't know, it's just something that I've been figuring this part of it out. Like, how do you rest and toil really hard to the point of exhaustion? And I will say more on that in a minute. But Psalm 34, 19 is a verse that I memorized recently because it's been kind of my life recently. But many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And um, so that with the come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I was like, these are, they look opposite to me, Lord, <laughs> like lots of trouble, lots of problems and rest and easiness. I don't, I don't fit those together very well in my mind, but it does work. And I have been learning that it works. I can't tell you exactly how, but it does. So coming to the Lord, working side by side with him doesn't mean it's going to be easy, um, but the Lord will be there. He will deliver us out of our afflictions and he will walk beside us. And it doesn't mean that you will find yourself quickly achieving your goals. And I think I'm over time, so I'm going to hurry through this part. But um, it doesn't mean that you will quickly get to your end goals, uh, but it does mean that he will be there with you, teaching you and training you. From the time that I was challenged to get moving Back when I was in college, it has been about 10 years to here at Breakaway Youth Ranch. And that whole time was like, okay, Lord, go over here, learn what I need to here, go over here, learn what I need to there, go back a little bit, go over here, adjust, redirect for 10 years to be here. And then I was going to be like, and I really think this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I was created for, is this ministry. And I think partly that's true. But then I was like, but who knows? Maybe in two years I'll be doing something totally different. Like, we don't know. We just keep following him because he's worth having. Um, yeah, and I guess that's just life is ministry. And I just want to leave you with the picture of being yoked to Christ. I, at some point in my years, I don't even know who illustrated it this way, but it was the picture of two oxen being yoked together. And I believe that when you're trying to train a young oxen, often you will yoke it, a young ox, singular, you will yoke it to another ox <laughs> that has been working for a long time. And so in that picture, it is Jesus is the one who has been working for a long time and is the steady, grown, mature ox. And we're the young ones coming in. And it doesn't always look easy to be working. We're coming from the field where we've gotten to play and kick up our heels and do whatever we want. And then we come to Christ and it is about working with him and for him and being with him. And that picture has just been really helpful to me to be like, this sure doesn't seem very easy. And then I'm like, oh, that's because I want to be off doing whatever I want to do. I don't want to be working with the Lord. 
And uh, that's not, we are created to work with him and by him and for him and to enjoy that companionship. And so that picture just of the, the oxen, one being trained, one being steady, working with him has been kind of the picture that I have modeled <clears throat> my life around. So that is it. And it is 10.59 and a half. So you guys can rush down to lunch. But thanks for listening. And I hope this has been an encouragement to you as both of our goal, um, just that love the Lord, follow him, and he will direct your paths and you will find rest in him. Thanks.